You're listening to the Embrace Fertility podcast. My name's Naomi Wolfson. I'm a fertility specialist and Embrace Fertility offers inspiration, support and community to those trying to conceive. Well, with it being the 1st of December tomorrow, I thought I'd take the opportunity to give some tips on coping at Christmas. This time of year it used to be my favourite, actually. I absolutely adore Christmas. And then year after year, with no pregnancy, no baby, it just became more and more difficult with not only the whole you know, the adverts and the shopping and everything being all around, all the kids and Christmas and Santa's coming, but all the increased social engagements, you know, the work parties, the meeting up with friends, the meeting up with family, and so many people asking us, oh, you've been married for a few years now, you know, think about having children, and they just feel like, oh, God, like, how do we respond? How do we you know want to express and say well actually we've you know gone around four rounds of treatment and you know we don't know if it's possible for us to have children but I desperately desperately want them um and actually it's making me really anxious and depressed actually I'm kind of losing up a lot here it's like how do you how do you respond um I've just started writing for IVF Babble the online magazine and I've wrote an article for them on ways to respond when people ask you that question. And so I've added, um, it's 10 ways in that article. So I'm going to post a link that's coming out next week. So I'll add a link to the show notes as soon as that goes live. But I thought I'd come on here and just offer some other advice and other tips. And the main one is to, is to know your limits and to create really strong boundaries around yourself at this time of the year. So when you get invitations things, and maybe because it's so close to one, maybe there's already things in place that you've agreed to. But just because you've agreed to say, you know, go to a particular party or go to someone's house over the Christmas holidays doesn't mean that you have to. It's completely within your rights and acceptable to say no thank you because if you imagine if you imagine yourself in that situation and you are dreading it and it's making you feel anxious about like how like how am I gonna cope for example going to my friend's house there's just gonna be kids everywhere and there's gonna be a new baby and every all the eyes are gonna be on me and asking me you know about what's happening with me if it just feels like too much it's totally okay to just say you can't go and I know that can seem so hard and you know if you want to be open with people you could say why and such you know really struggling at the minute I would find that really difficult if you want to open up to people I highly recommend it I didn't tell most of my friends or family until we've been trying for a few years and then once I started blogging about it, I was blogging anonymously. But I was like, actually, I am sharing so much with with strangers, in essence. I'm sharing my blog publicly. And actually, I really want to share this now with with the people in my life. Because I, 
I felt like I was lying. It really felt like I was I was lying because people would ask me and I would I would have to lie and I would have to make something up. It was horrible. I highly recommend opening up to people, but I totally understand keeping it under wraps. I did for a very long time. And obviously it was also my partner's decision. It's like, well, we have to decide together even when we want to tell people that we're, you know, we're driving for a baby, but nothing's happening yet. Um, so yeah, something to discuss with your partner as well. As I mentioned in the IVF Babble article, you don't want to end up going to, you know, a family do, and then your, you know, your husband's brother comes over and starts talking to you about like when you ovulate and giving you like tips on how to get pregnant. No, so a really clear discussion between the two of you on like. Who are we telling what? You know, what's our bottom line? So yes, advise talking to people if you if you want to. But if not, you could do sort of a midway house and just kind of send them, you know, an email or a text or ring them and just say, you know, I'm going through a lot at the moment and there's, you know, there's so much happening over Christmas, I need to dial it down a bit. And I'm really sorry, but, you know, we're not going to be able to make it can obviously do the kind of um last minute thing as well of just being like oh think i'm getting the christmas flu and just duck out of things because you're within your rights to you don't need to put yourself through situations where you know it's just going to be too overwhelming it's too hard totally fine if you do decide to go through things, set a, set a limit for yourself. Say, right, okay, we're not going to stay for, you know, six hours. I know that's going to be too intense. Wind it back and go, you know what? Two hours. We're going to stay for two hours. We're going to show up. We're going to be there. We're going to have the food. We're going to do the presents. And then we're going to go. There we go. Decide. And really lock into that. My husband always, the thing is like, leave while you're still enjoying the party don't wait to the end and then after you know leave when you're tired and you you've had too much always leave the party on a high and remember it as a good experience so that's the good thing as well with meeting up with people you know you could be fine for a couple of hours and really enjoy it actually but then if you start feeling triggered if you start feeling overwhelmed just remove yourself from the situation and also remove yourself why are you actually there? So go and take a time out. Maybe, you know, go to the loo for a bit or go outside or go for a walk around the block and just breathe. Tune in back with yourself and just be like, right, what do I need right now? You know, do I need to go back into the room right now? Actually, do I just need a few moments to myself just to focus, just to breathe, just to be me, just for a little bit? And a great one is to give yourself a hug. So this is an acupressure technique. So you wrap one arm around your ribs underneath your breast, holding your ribs on your side. And then place your other hand, your other arm on top of that arm with the top hand wrapping around um, just above your elbow. And then just gently squeeze. So you're giving yourself a hug. What this does is it's pressing on acupressure points on your body, which will be sending the message to your body that you're safe, you can relax, everything is okay. A beautiful, beautiful technique just to calm your body down if you start going into 
stress response, we start feeling overwhelmed or anxious at all and calm yourself down. Another great one is to place a hand on your forehead with your thumb in your hairline and then your other hand on the back of your neck, well, your hand up into your hair. So your thumb again is on your hairline, but then all of your fingers are up into your hair. So cradling your head and just hold that those points hold your head for a few moments while breathing in deeply through your nose and then out through your mouth and again what this is doing is this bringing your body out of stress response and into rest and relaxation so these are beautiful beautiful techniques that you can you know you can just sit there on the loo holding your head or giving yourself a hug and it, the more you use it the more powerful it becomes and you train your body that when you're doing these points and choosing to breathe and you could even use an affirmation of it just like i am okay you know there's nothing i need to do right now but breathe and just really tune into that and just allow yourself to be oh so i'm going to be sharing a lot more different techniques i'm running free masterclass next Sunday on the 8th of December, 8 p.m. And I've decided to run a class because there are so many of these lovely techniques which are so simple yet so powerful that a lot of them are um, physically holding or tapping on different parts of your body. So I decided the best way actually to share this with you guys is to, um, to get on a live call, to get on a video call uh, with you and to show you. And then you guys can ask me, you can, sh- you know, even show me like, oh, am I doing it right? Is, is this the bit I'm supposed to be doing? Like, how does this bit work? So, um, come over to embracefertility.co.uk and the pop up will come up or hit the sign up button. And on there, you can tick, um, you'll get your free fertility support back with a little five minute meditation you can start listening to, which is another fantastic thing to do while you're at a party just go take five minutes out you know if there's enough people no one's going to notice if you've gone five minutes just be like oh you know <laughs> too much christmas cake just have five minutes and just breathe tune back in with yourself so yes sign up and you can also tick the box the box to get the free masterclass invite and to come join our online support community but yes this masterclass i'm going to be teaching loads more techniques just really little things that can make such a huge difference because I decided while I was going through infertility myself I was like I have to have I have to have some tools I have to have some things that I can do to help myself here like I'm I'm not coping I need some things that are my like go-tos that when I'm freaking out and I'm feeling overwhelmed I feel that panic rising for me it's always in my chest it would feel like something's rising from my chest and then throttling me and it would mean I just couldn't breathe I couldn't think straight I couldn't move so having these techniques breathing techniques acupressure techniques I could just go to and help bring my body out of stress response and calm myself down so yes, come and join me. 8th of December, Sunday evening, 8pm, GMT, London, UK time. And um, I'm going to send out, sign up now, and I'm going to send you out a little worksheet in advance. So you can jot things down during the workshop to help remember them. Or bring, if you, don't, if you can't print it out, bring a um, notepad and paper. 
and just note down. It's just really simple things, but they're going to be really helpful. And my last tip for today is just to ask yourself that question numerous times throughout the day. Just stop for a moment and ask yourself, what do I need? And not, what do I need to do? A lot of us wake up and the first thought that we have is, what do I need to do today? You know, what's on my to-do list? What do I need to tick off before getting back into this bed? Whereas actually, very rarely do we stop and ask ourselves, what do I need? What do I actually need right now? And sometimes that might be, well, actually, I just, I need to stay in bed today. I need to not get up and go out and face the world. I just need a duvet day. Or I need a day, you know, I'm just on the sofa, watching Love Actually, Moulin Rouge, and then The Greatest Showman, back to back, under a duvet. You know, you ask yourself, what do I need? And keep tuning in and asking yourself that through the day. Because sometimes it might be like, well, actually, I need a drink. Or I actually need a hot cup of tea. Or actually, I need to cancel that, that party I've agreed to go to next week. Because it's just, you know, it's too far. It's going to be two hours in the car each way. And it's just, it's going to be too much. Really tune in. Because also, when we agree to things... We're making a decision for like the future us. We don't know how we're going to feel in, in two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, six months. So we make these decisions on, the, on behalf of the future us. And then we get there and then we might be like, I really don't feel like doing this. Like, why on earth did I say yes? It's like, well, you can change your mind. And okay, maybe people might think you're rude or we might feel like, oh, I can't, I can't let people down. But it's, it's okay to be selfish, it's okay to put yourself first in order to look after yourself because so many times we can push ourselves, push ourselves, push ourselves, trying to do what we think is best for everybody else or what is actually the polar opposite of what's best for us and we just end up pushing ourselves completely over a, a cliff and then for me, I just kept pushing and pushing and ended up just hitting rock bottom. I was anxious, I was depressed, I was having panic attacks. And obviously all my friends and family were like, oh my God, like, how do we help you? Whoa, like what has happened? Because I've been holding it together for so long and not asking for help, not asking for the support that I needed. And then when it actually came came down to it, everyone was like, oh my God, well, of course, like, you know, what can we do to help? They weren't looking to me to be strong and having it all together all of the time. That's not what they needed from me. They needed me to be me and to put myself first and really think about, you know, what what do I need? What do I need emotionally? What do I need physically? You know, trying to conceive takes a huge amount out of us physically, especially if you're going through investigations, treatment, IVF. We're physically asking our body to do so much for us. But if we're not listening to our body and saying, well, okay, what do you need? Maybe you're extra tired. Maybe your hormones are all all over the place and actually you just need more time on your own. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've shut yourself off from your friends and family and actually what you need is to get up off the sofa and get out there and see friends and family and allow yourself to to live to 
experience your life rather than just putting everything on hold. So I posted on Instagram yesterday, my most read blog, um, six years old now, is happiness on hold. And this I wrote while I was going through infertility myself. This is like, yeah, a year, or maybe even two. Yeah, a year and a half before getting pregnant of how I was properly putting just everything on hold, waiting to get pregnant. Everything I thought about, everything I did was focused on, I can just get pregnant. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll relax. Then everything will be okay. And that's just not how it works because then when you get pregnant, you're like, well, I just, you know, I'll take that sigh of relief once I get to my 12-week scan, once I get to my 20-week scan, once I've given birth, once I've, you know, it goes on and on and on. And in that blog, I talk about how parenthood has no destination. There is no end point to being a parent. Once you're a parent, that's it. You're a parent for life. Like, just full stop, for life. There's no end point, because even when your kids are grown up and have their own kids, you're still their parent, and so, if there's no end point, and the whole point of why each of us wants to be a parent is because we imagine that it will make us happy, that it will bring fulfillment to our life, that it will add to our life, then surely, on the journey to becoming a parent, we want to adopt that same mindset, that we're not just putting our life on hold, that we can allow ourselves to live, allow ourselves to experience joy. And I know how maybe completely impossible that might sound right now, because I was in that place. I was in that place where I was like, nothing is going to make me feel better until I'm pregnant. I, I can't, I just cannot allow myself to, this joy just was so far away. I was so anxious, so depressed. I was like, it's just, it's just not possible at the moment. And by learning mind-body techniques like mindfulness and EFT tapping, cognitive behavioural therapy, I learnt to overcome that anxious thinking. I learnt to, to help myself, to support myself during this time and got to the point before getting pregnant that I was actually the happiest I'd, I'd been in years. excuse me um yeah so go check out that blog as well if you go to embracefertility.co.uk slash inspiration and then uh, if you're on a desktop or tablet you'll just see it right there at the top of most popular blogs and if you're on a phone just scroll down a bit and then it'll pop up in most popular Uh, or go to my instagram at embrace fertility and um, you'll see it and you can go into the link in bio and get straight to it so do check that one out it's packed full of tips of how to um stop putting your happiness on hold so i really hope that was helpful if this is your first time listening um, i'm naomi and i record these podcasts wandering around in the woods behind my home so that's why you can hear the stomp of leaves under my wellies Um, Yes, I hope it was helpful and I will see you guys on the 8th of December at 8pm. 
for your free fertility support pack and an introduction to the mind-body techniques that led me from anxiety and depression to completely changing how I felt about my fertility and my relationship, every area of my life, then sign up at embracefertility.co.uk. You also have the option to tick the box and be invited to the Embrace Fertility secret support community. It's a group on Facebook, but it's completely secret, so no one can see that you're a member, and only members can see posts. So if you'd also like an invite to that, just tick the box on sign up.